0: What's up guys, it's Maroon here founder of Peace in the Promise, and I would just like to welcome you to Equipped with Peace, a pioneering podcast brought to you by Peace in the Promise that is purpose to ignite, equip, and accelerate you in your God-given assignment. Through this podcast, you will receive transformative insights that are purpose to equip you in season and out. Equipped with peace will serve as your base support, stabilizing you and launching you higher with power into meaningful action as you run the race set before you the way Christ always intended. By God's grace, you will be taught, equipped, encouraged and empowered as the Lord ensures that His appointed ones are ignited, anchored and established with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So, let's get equipped, and let's light it up. Peace. First off, welcome. Welcome, welcome. I hope that gain is not too loud. My voice, I can really project my voice, as I often say, but, um... Welcome guys to another fantastic episode of Equipped with Peace. I am so excited to be on today. I've had a little bit of a hiatus and I'm grateful for it because here at Peace and the Promise, God is really establishing and um, established within me this atmosphere of rest um, because he has this thing in which if he ever sees that I'm trying to depend on myself or I'm trying to, I guess, adjust to my own momentum, then he really pulls me back and is like, hold up remember who's actually running this thing and he's always reminding me to pace myself so I'm really thankful for the rest that God provides and um yeah honestly welcome welcome to this next episode I don't know what number we are up to in this season but we are all about summit views this season of equipped with peace um and we've already had some great episodes so far um Let me know what your key takeaways have been in these episodes. I know that I've been learning a lot, even in releasing the words, like the Holy Spirit just really leads and governs and directs the ship of these podcasts. We're all about being equipped with the word of God and being in tune with his prophetic instruction for right here, right now. Um, We are all going through process. We are all going through journeys and, and we are all reaching these new dimensions and places and spheres of influence that God has given us. And, you know, God is so kind that he doesn't want us to be left here by ourselves. He doesn't leave us high and dry and is like, well, figure it out for yourself. But he provides wisdom um, in the form of his word, uh, nuggets of truth that are found and stem in his word. And he provides us with encouragement through prophecy, through teaching, through revelation, knowledge and all of that stuff. And I believe that through this podcast, God um, is doing just that. So, This episode, we're actually going to be talking about um, a scripture in Exodus. And I think I'm going to title this episode one of two things. It's either going to be Into the Clouds or Fiery Summit. But I think Into the Clouds is a bit better. Um, And this episode, we're going to be reading from Exodus chapter 24. Uh, And I'll read from verse 12. And it says... Then the Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain, stay there and I will give you the tablets of stone on which I have inscribed the instructions um, and commands so that you can teach the people. So Moses and his assistant Joshua set out and Moses climbed up the mountain of God. Moses told the elders, stay here and wait for us until we come back. Aaron and Hur are here with you. If anyone has a dispute while I'm gone, consult with them. Then Moses climbed up the mountain, and the cloud covered it. Verse 16, And the glory of the Lord settled down on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, the Lord called out to Moses from inside the cloud. To the Israelites at the foot of the mountain, the glory of the Lord appeared at the summit like a consuming fire. Verse 18, Then Moses disappeared into the cloud as he climbed higher up the mountain. He remained on the mountain forty days and 40 nights. So this is an episode in which we're talking about into the cloud. So really this is a time of consecration. It's a time when God separates you um, and kind of cuts off the distractions from your life and draws you nearer to himself. He calls you and invites you up the mountain. And to everybody, this can look different. This is sometimes a time of where he will lead you into a time of specific fasting and prayer, where he will lead you into a time of just, I guess, cutting down the distractions and just focusing on his face where he's drawing and inviting you nearer to a deeper and more intimate relationship because he wants to impart something into you that cannot be released in a space where it can be, um, what's it called, defiled or in a space where it can be corrupted. That's the word I was looking for. So oftentimes God will invite us up the mountain. He will in- do what he did with Moses, inviting us up drawing us nearer because he's like I want to impart something to you and what I want to impart to you I can't simply impart it in the environment that you are dwelling in because the environment that you're dwelling in you won't catch it the way that you catch it if you were just face to face with me this requires consecration this requires a removal of self this requires a removal of distractions this requires a removal of anything that could that could Threaten to snatch the seed that I'm seeking to, to deposit within you. So he invited Moses up the mountain. And I think it's important to recognize that Moses was invited because sometimes we put ourselves through these punishment based models of like, oh, I have to like earn and seek and, appro-, you know, gain the approval of God by like proving how hard I want and proving how much I want him. And that ends up being that kind of manipulation based worship or performance based worship that God condemns actually in the scriptures when he's like listen you guys are pouring you know ash on your heads and putting sackcloth on and saying you're fasting and yet you're still actually operating in rebellion because you're not being kind to your neighbors you're still cursing each other you're still disobeying me you're just kind of performing to try and I guess manipulate a response from me or say okay God's pleased with us because at least we're acting the part right but God actually initiates because he is a gentleman. He is a father. He initiates that invitation. He says, come up the mountain. And we've all felt that. That's stirring in our hearts. And we're like, I feel like God is calling me to fast. Or I feel like God is calling me deeper. I feel like God is calling me to put away some things to just have a day or three days or a period of time to just fixate on his face. Because I know there's something he wants to impart unto me. If you're a dreamer, you get those dreams. And you're like, there's something more that I needed understand so he invites us to come in nearer to him and what I love about this story of Moses um, I was actually reflecting on this as I was driving here today I love the fact that Moses his story is painting a picture of what I believe many believes actually going through today Um, and this is jumping into that prophetic gear God is showing me that there are so many people that have been in a place in which you've never really quite fit here and you've never really quite fit here. Let's say that there are two distinct lanes that people have been operating in in your life and you've never really quite fit into either lane. You feel like a bit of an oddball. You feel like, you know, maybe you've been told that you don't really fit into either space and, you know, something that the enemy has tried to make it a negative in your life, but God is actually revealing that that's a strength, that he's Enabled you and permitted you to be a person that doesn't quite fit into the two distinct streams that were made available in your life because he's called you to be that oddball because he's called you to be such as a Moses figure that doesn't quite fit in with the Israelites doesn't quite fit in with the Egyptians because if you look at the story of Moses, Moses he's a Hebrew boy that was raised in Pharaoh's household but he was raised in the customs and the traditions of Pharaoh's household he knew how to read and write and do all the Egyptian things but he was not an Egyptian his flesh his 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 features his heart his DNA he was not an Egyptian but also when he's trying to you know, merging with the Israelites, he's trying to defend his people. When he killed an Egyptian to defend uh, one of his the Hebrew slaves, he goes back to try and interact and and, and, and salt resolve a dispute that's going on between the Israelite men and they're like, What do you think? Like who made you prince of all of us? Like, get out of here, Mr. Pharaoh or Prince of Egypt or whatever, get out of here. Like no one asked for your input. Are you gonna, you know, do to us like you did to the Egyptian before? So Moses in this place realizing I don't really fit in here, I don't really fit in there, and in fact when Pharaoh finds out that Moses killed the Egyptian, he tried to kill Moses. So Moses had to flee to Midian. So it was really this Obvious distinction that Moses did not fit in. Wherever he was, though he was raised and reared in this environment, he did not fit in there. And there's a reason for that. Moses was given the benefit. It seemed horrible, but he was given the benefit of actually being pulled out, drawn out, which is funny because the name Moses actually does mean to draw out. To be drawn out of the environment that he was in, to be reared ultimately by the Spirit in a different environment. He needed to be pulled out of the environment that he was, that was full of... um. I believe it's called like polyamorous, oh, po- not polyamorous. It's like um, a worship of multiple gods. I forget what the word is. I pray that I remember it. But this, the worship of multiple gods, that was the Egyptian model. They had so many gods that they worshipped, right? And the, the Israelites in that space were an oppressed people. So God's like, I don't want you operating in either of these models. I don't want you operating in a way in which you're worshipping multiple gods. And I don't want you to be operating as an oppressed slave. I need to separate you from this because you are an oddball. I have placed you here to be a weird one because you're not supposed to fit into any of these spaces because I've assigned you to actually deliver these people who have been enslaved, who have been bogged down. 400 years they've developed this oppressed mentality. They're stuck in this oppression. I need to raise somebody who is an oddball up and in I need to rear them in my way that is uncorrupted by, Egypt, by Egypt's model of, of, of of worship, that you may come back and actually deliver them the right way, right? So I'm really, I know that there are people that have not fit into um, major spheres um, in your life, and you have felt like an oddball, you felt like you don't fit in, and there is a reason for that. The Lord has, like, in a way, this word is for you. He's inviting you to come up the mountain, and he wants to impart further information to you. He wants to impart further knowledge and wisdom and insights unto you because Moses had to be separated. And it's when he was separated, it wasn't that God spoke to him immediately. He, he, you know, he set up a life for himself in Midian. He was like, well, guess I'm not going back to Egypt. Let me just be a stranger in this foreign land and just have a wife and kids and be a shepherd. But the Lord encountered him whilst he was shepherding. And it was a, it was a transformative experience. He encountered the glory glory of God in a way that he had never seen and never known. And God introduces himself in a way that does not confuse Moses. He said, listen, I am the God of your ancestors. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, so you're not to confuse me with Ra and all these other gods that you've been taught about in the Egyptian model. You're not to confuse me with this God that is just allowing the oppression to happen to his people. No, I'm a God that has heard the pleas of my Israelites. I know they're being oppressed. That's why I've delivered you, I've pulled you up out of there, and I'm encountering you here that you may go back and you may be the liberator and deliverer of them through my hand, right? So... I love this story because it reveals that God uh, hears the cries of his people and that he has appointed people for specific things. So if you relate to that, if you are um, relating to the fact that you may be an oddball in your generation, in your family line, in your friend circles, you know, there are certain things that you just don't align with certain things that you just don't agree with and maybe people like oh you're so weird like why aren't you like this or whatever but you just have certain things that you're like well I don't actually agree with that and I don't actually agree with this like where am I I'm weird like I feel weird (laughs) like I don't fit in um guy has quite possibly appointed you to be that oddball because he doesn't want you to be limited or bogged down by society's constructs, but he wants you to be reared by him and the Lord gave me a word that you know his, it's, the, it's time for the raw ones the ones that have not necessarily been raised in the traditions and customs and whatever of the church or traditions and customs of society or whatever but it's the ones that God has plucked out and he's rearing them himself it's like you've been raised by the spirit you don't necessarily Know all the ins and outs of Christianese and all of that. It's intentional. God's like, I want to raise a vessel that is more or less. I want to say pure, but I don't want to say pure as in, oh, you are holy and righteous. But I mean that you do not have the foundation or the structure that the world has tried to impose on you. You have been raised in a place where you have pretty much you, you you're a clean slate, so He can do anything with you. So. See that as a strength, but also in this, God provide me with a warning that don't allow that innocence to be corrupted. And because you are an oddball, there will be much and a lot of things that the world, society, probably even the church, um, you know, I, I, I don't mean the church is in just the bride of Christ, but I mean like the institution uh, will try to impose upon you to say, okay, you have to do this and you have to do this and da da da. But The Lord really gave me this warning and this encouragement and this word of caution to be mindful of what builds you. Be mindful of... Who you allowed to build you, and what you allow to build you? Because right now there are so many platforms in which we can consume information. And let's say there are a lot of people that know that they have been called. That know, let's say, oh yes, God has called me to be a deliverer. God has called me to be, you know, to teach the word, to prophesy, to do all of these things. God has given me a specific message to bring to the church. God has called me to evangelize to the lost and bring them to Christ. All of that stuff, but what we often do because we don't really have an understanding of the call where like that Moses in the wilderness like "Eh, I don't know what to do like okay you've called me but I don't really know what to do for me because I've been raised by the Egyptians they don't really do this stuff and the Israelites that I saw like no one there is teaching me so you have to really rely on the spirit of God because what we do now is we don't necessarily know how to walk out the assignment so then we observe how other people do it which is not all bad if it is the right person God has assigned to you you know the word does say Paul Instructs the uh, many of his. Um those in whom he was responsible for. He said, look, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And that's not bad when you recognize that this is a God-appointed person that is called to steward and lead and and govern, I guess, your um, maturation journey. But the problem is when we have so much that we are putting into ourselves through Instagram, through Facebook, through YouTube, through all of these feeds, then we are building this foundation or this structure that God has not actually ordained. When God actually wants to be the initiator he wants to continue that work he invited you up the mountain so he wants to impart the information he wants to impart the wisdom and the education that you need to be able to walk on a solid footing in the call and the assignment that he's given you so that you don't get too excited with the gift and then you abandon the 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 gift giver and you're running ahead in the gift and you're abandoning the gift giver back here and that And so also you are not so hesitant to operate in your gift and because you're just kind of lost in the secret place so you don't really want to come down from the mountain and actually share that gift with everybody. So God wants to teach you that balance. He wants to give us this real deeply rooted understanding of what it actually means to surrender to the fullness of the call and to surrender to him and to surrender to his nature and his likeness. and yeah, that's a it's it's a really it's a knowing. It's a knowing that is given me that he wants to be the author <laughs> and the finisher of your faith. And whereas it is not bad to learn, just ensure that you are very prayerful and holy spirit led in whatever you receive and what you are allowing to build your understanding of ministration and what you are allowing allowing to build your understanding of walking in the fullness of your call. Um, because there's a lot there's so much and you know there are a lot of things that seek to derail and discourage and corrupt the purity of the call, the innocence of the call, because a lot of the people that God is calling now in this time are those that kind of are that blank slate that are like, well, I've never really been raised in the church or I've never really been raised in this tradition or whatever. So God's like, all right, I'm going to use that to my advantage, not saying that that's better than somebody who's been raised in the church or whatever, but I'm just saying this is a word specifically for those individuals. Um, But he's going to use it to his advantage. But in that, ensure that you are not taking on the customs and the traditions of man that God has not ordained. Um, The Lord led me to share a word about the different coats and the different cloaks that can be thrown upon us. You know, Joseph was given a cloak of his father's favor. Um, Elisha was was cloaked with a double portion of Elijah's anointing. But then here you've got David who was cloaked with Saul's bulky and heavy and um, hindering armor. And that armor, it may have worked for Saul, but if you look at it, it didn't really work for Saul because the armor did not actually grant Saul the courage to face Goliath and defeat him. So David put on this armor. He was cloaked with it. Saul gave it to him and said, listen, if you're going to fight Goliath, here you go. He thought he was being kind. He said, look, here you go. You need some armor. Do it the way that we've been doing it. But David put it on. He's like, this doesn't fit me. This doesn't suit me. This is not how I've operated. I've never worn this before. This is not authentic to the assignment that God has given me. If I'm to walk this thing out in the full faith and surrender that God has given me. I can't put on man's uh, opinion. I can't put on man's strategies and tactics that are void of God, right? Because I need to surrender and to trust in the way that the Lord is leading me to do this. I'm going to do it in the way that God is guiding me. So he took off the armor and he goes and picks up his his five stones and a slingshot because that's what he's used. That's what God has been rearing him with in, as he's been shepherding the flock. So he picks up these these stones and his slingshot and he flings that slingshot. Uh, he flings a stone through the slingshot. And it's what actually sinks into Goliath's head and Goliath falls down. So it's not to say that we don't all have like a common goal. Yes, the goal is ultimately to stand against the enemy's schemes and to win souls into the kingdom of God and disciple them that we may make disciples of all nations. But those strategies and the ways and the armor and the cloaking that that is done under, it may vary. Maybe God is using you to shift some systems. Maybe he's calling you to tear down some Jericho walls. Maybe he's calling you to be like a reformist king in the Old Testament, you know, like King Josiah, to tear down the Asherah poles, to tear down the old ways that have been established by your predecessors that weren't working. So, Don't be so bogged down in thinking that, okay, I just kind of have to blindly replicate whatever man is imposing on me. Be prayerful in what you consume. Be prayerful in what you welcome. Be prayerful in what you allow to be. Build the foundation of your faith, the foundation of your surrender, the foundation of your assignment. Don't allow the conditioning of human beings that is void of the Spirit of God to build your understanding of the faith. Do not allow it to build your understanding of how you need to walk your call out. Don't do that. Allow the Lord to really be the anchor, the author and the finisher of your faith. He's the one that started the work. So allow him to teach you and educate you as to how to continue it. This comes with intimacy with the Spirit of God and it goes back to responding to that invitation to advance up the mountain, to advance into a deeper level of surrender, advancing into a deeper level of, of of hearing and understanding the Lord's voice. And here that's what the Lord did. He called Moses up the mountain, and he didn't talk to him straight away. It says that he waited six days. And on the seventh day, then the Lord spoke. And I believe it says it here. I want to read it. Um, yeah, on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud. So it shows that sometimes it you will be... You, we are always walking blind, <laughs> let's be real. We are walking in blind faith, I suppose, but... At some point, that blind faith its you learn that it's not blind. So even if it feels blind, you're advancing up the mountain. He said, climb up the mountain. You hear him say it. You climb up the mountain. You're sitting there for a little while like, well, I'm here and I'm waiting and I'm ready. But it's that walk. It's that action of surrender by saying yes to God when he invites you up and you say yes and you wait. And then as you wait upon him, then he provides you with the wisdom and understanding that you need at just the right time. Um And yeah, I believe that's the encouragement for today. I pray that it has empowered and edified and equipped you um, to stand firm. And it's always my intent to just yield to the spirit of God in this podcast and to just allow him to flow through me and speak and communicate what this time needs. And whoever is listening to it, I really believe that it's prophetically speaking to you. If it is for you, praise Jesus. I pray that the Lord continues to mature that word in you and make it uh, make sense to you in a way that you can understand and apply in your own life. But if it's not for you, that's okay. Maybe it's for somebody else. um, And that's always fine as well. I never want to impose anything. And if it's not something that you're able to digest right now, maybe it's something to pocket for later on. So I just pray that this has been a blessing to you. And be sure to listen to our other episodes. Um, and we've got some great episodes coming up. I'm really excited. And I'm excited and I'm honored to, uh, I guess, partake in this and to know what God is is wanting to say in this season. There's a lot. I've got a couple of episodes lined up um, and yeah, I hope that you will join me for the journey. But anyway, be a blessing today um, and just let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Trust in him. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So when in doubt, just follow the light, follow the word of God. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So don't get so bogged down with everything and all the information that's trying to be thrown at you. When in doubt, just continue following the word of God, the original word of God, and it will lead you exactly where you need to go. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening today. Um, join me for the next episode whenever I post it. I don't know when I'm going to post it. But until then, guys, <laughs> peace. What's up guys, it's Marimba here from Equipped with Peace and founder of Peace in the Promise. I just wanted to invite you today to welcome Jesus into your heart, if you haven't already done so. Um, And this is pretty much just me leading you in a prayer that invites and welcomes the Lordship and the presence of Jesus to come into your life, to come into your heart and govern and rule and and lead you and support you um, in everything that you do. So If you are feeling so led, I pray that you may join me in this prayer. You simply just say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you are Lord and that you are Savior. I acknowledge that, Father, you sent your son Jesus to come onto this earth to die for my sins known and unknown that he may die and rise again that i may also have life and life in abundance that i may have access to you without interruption and without interference god i thank you for this divine gift jesus i welcome you into my life and into my heart i welcome you to take complete control of every corner and every fiber of my being i may not know what that looks like now but I'm responding to your call to surrender. I thank you and I acknowledge you. Spirit of God, join with me and lead me in this journey. Help me to let go of that which is not beneficial to my walk and help me to surrender to you more and more each day. In Jesus' name, I repent of my old life and I welcome this new life that you have provided for me and won for me. In Jesus' name, amen. You are most welcome into the family of God. If you've never prayed that prayer before, I would encourage you, To now get a Bible. Um, And I would recommend, if you are fresh and new in the faith, that you get yourself an NLT Bible. And that pretty much means um, it's the translation of the Bible. So that means New Living Translation. Some would prefer the NIV, which is the New International Version. Um, But I just find that these translations are easy to digest. Um, And some people can even, you know, they would recommend that you can even get a children's. Bible if sometimes things can be a bit confusing to understand and hey there's no shame in the game I've I've got several translations that I can bounce between to gain more clarity of what the word is saying but I pray that you enjoy this journey. Just get yourself a good Bible um, and connected to God-fearing community who believe in the fullness and the the Lordship of Jesus and who believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. um, And the Holy Spirit will guide you in all that you do. And I encourage you, please, if you have made this decision for the first time today, that you message me or you email me through the email provided in the link in my description box and or message me on Instagram, um, um that I may prayerfully support you through this journey and point you in the right direction if you need any guidance. But hey, welcome to the Kingdom Family, people. It's the best decision you'll ever make in your entire life. God loves you so much. Jesus is the answer to all things and his presence is so sweet. I pray that you may experience a peace that you have never experienced now that you've made this decision and may the Lord Jesus and your spirit guide you in everything from this day forth in Jesus name peace